Welcome to Digital Poets. Together we are learning to decode the 21st century, or at least we're gonna attempt to. But first, let me introduce myself. My name is CJ Cassiata. Now it's a very long last name. It's got way too many letters in it, in my opinion. Actually means a kind of cheese in Italian. I'm a writer. I wrote a book called Get Weird, and I'm a media producer, specifically in the in the field of, of education and learning. My, my studio is called Ringbeller, and we make stuff that helps people learn things in a new and fresh way, whether it's kid shows or corporate training videos. We actually say our, our purpose is to make learning fun. In fact, the name Ringbeller comes from a word that Raul Dahl used in his book, The BFG, to mean a really fun and wonderful dream. But the real reason I'm starting this series is because I'm a dad, and I'm trying to understand what it means not just to be a good human in the 21st century, but I'm trying to raise good 21st century humans. I love Mark Prensky's concept of, of digital natives versus digital immigrants, that you know, throughout the past couple of decades, you've got some people who have had to adapt to technology, while, while others, like our kids, you know, they were simply born into it. And now that there's a bunch of digital citizens around, like, like any culture, I, I think we should be advancing, which is why I'm interested in fostering a new type of citizen, one that, that every great culture has, uh, one that brings meaning and, and hope and order and soulfulness to really every society that they are a part of, making sure that it doesn't degenerate into a bunch of robots. I think what we need more than ever right now are digital poets. And look, you don't need to be Shakespeare or Dr. Seuss to be a poet. I'm using the term poet pretty broadly to mean anybody who's, who's learned the skills of imagination and creativity to express things eloquently, to, to, to make sense of all of this data just floating around us and remind us what it means to be human. In fact, in our creator-driven social media world right now, like I think we could use all of these publishing tools to help people make sense of the world or... You know, just use them to create a bunch of selfies or tweet on Twitter. I mean, have you been on that platform lately? It's like 10% awesome and like 90% just total meanness. And that selfie thing is actually really concerning because sometimes it feels like we are devolving as a culture. Like just look at the past 20 years. We went from reading books to blogs to 140 characters to pictures, shout out to Instagram, to emojis. I mean, basically we've gone from the Renaissance all the way back to hieroglyphics. But at the same time, there is no question that our culture is getting more and more complex to the point where our vocabulary is, is, is literally failing us. For example, you know, someone might stand for women's rights, but for whatever reason, not want to label themselves a feminist. Or somebody might act really religious, but not want to associate with a particular religion. And then there are all those hot button terms like white privilege or what it means to be pro-life or a, a Democrat or a Republican. Look, as our society continues to evolve, as we wake up to the complex reality of intersectionality, our language should be evolving and nuanced as well. Not to make everybody happy, but because our current vocabulary, the oversimplified sound bites we've been grasping to, isn't working very well. The reality is we are fighting and dividing ourselves all over the place, I would argue, because we are settling for emojis when we should be crafting poetry. Okay, so, so most of the time at a party, I, I've got no idea what to tell people what I do. I'm afraid of either coming off aimless or pretentious, but recently, I think I figured that out. Have you guys heard of a semiotician? Semioticians study semiotics. 
the study of meaning making. So there you go. It's super clean and clear, not pretentious at all. No longer do I need to be afraid of, of telling people what I do at parties and I can go back to overcoming my crippling fear of spilling salsa on my shirt as I tell people what I do at parties, which happens more often than not. The truth is, it would be pretty misleading for me to tell people that I'm a semiotician. I'm not a semiotician. I'm a student of semiotics. Real semioticians, they, they get their doctorates in semiotics. They, they write books on semiotics. My book is called Get Weird, and if I have a doctorate in anything, it's spilling salsa on my shirt. But what I love about semioticians is that they, they decode science and language to get to the meaning behind them. It makes me think that, that in a world where we're obsessed with teaching the next generation how to code, we're not thinking hard enough about what they should be coding. Because poets and coders, they do the same thing. They both make meaning out of language. We talk a lot about creating digital citizens. I want to start creating digital poets. Because here's the thing, we, we know about the looming threat of automation. Like we know we've got to change the way we learn and think and work. I mean, it's, it's really scary stuff if we think about it. Hey, we're not all bad. This is Unk. He is a robot from the Ring Beller Kids show I produce. That's right. I've been programmed to create subtle opportunities for you to plug your projects. So here's the good news and the bad news. You cannot replicate the human imagination. On the one hand, that means that we humans have advantages over AI that they will never possess. I will never understand what keeping up with the Kardashians is about. On the other hand, once imagination goes extinct, it's extinct for good. Not unless you've been bitten by a mosquito preserved for millions of years on top of Richard Attenborough's cane. Okay, I'm shutting you down now. Right now, I believe it's endangered. I believe that the building blocks of imagination and creativity, things like sincerity, intimacy, nuance, and, and an acceptance of uncertainty even, they're being threatened. So here's what I want to do. I, I want to go back in time and, and research this broad idea of poetry and, and see what we can learn from the past to bring into the future. I want to talk with some friends who are, are really smart about this to get their take on, on how we raise a generation of, of powerfully kind people. And I want to share with you some things I've been wrestling and, and thinking through as we try and navigate this strange transition into the 21st century. I'd love to kick this off with a, a poem. One of my favorite poems from the late Irish poet, John O'Donohue. And what's really great about this poem is that it's also a blessing for us as we embark on this journey together. This is called For Longing. Blessed be the longing that brought you here and quickens your soul with wonder. May you have the courage to listen to the voice of desire that disturbs you when you have settled for something safe. May you have the wisdom to enter generously into your own unease, to discover the new direction your longing wants you to take. May the forms of your belonging in love, creativity, and friendship be equal to the grandeur and the call of your soul. May the one you long for, long for you. May your dreams gradually reveal the destination of your desire. May a secret providence guide your thought and nurture your feeling. May your mind inhabit your life with the sureness with which your body inhabits the world. May your heart never be haunted by ghost structures of old damage. May you come to accept your longing as divine urgency. And may you know the urgency with which God longs for you. 
Digital Poets is produced by me, CJ Cassiata, for Ringbeller Studios. For more information on how we can make you and your organization's learning content fun and effective, the two can be done together, I promise. Go to ringbellerstudios.com. So there's actually a video version of this podcast on my YouTube channel. There you can see Unk the Robot and, and watch a lot of the clips and interviews I'll be using on each episode. So go ahead and subscribe at youtube.com slash cjcast. That's youtube.com slash cjcast. Or if you are a diehard audio listener, then, then do me a favor and, and go give us a review on iTunes. Like, like right now. I'll just wait here. See you next week for another episode of Digital Poets, where we dive into the very strange and very awesome history of poetry. Thanks for listening.